where to start. When it comes to open doors, the needs. As, and I'm weaving some things in here now, so I'm going, as they say, off script a bit. But as I sat there and listened to what, what Bruce said, and then I listened to what, what Glenn shared, and then I listened to what Lisa said, this word that just kept coming to me was the word invisible. And I, I kept hearing God simply say, just pay attention to the invisible people in this world. So who are the invisible people in your life? I mean, it may be homeless, as Lisa shared. It may be family members. It may be neighbors that don't have anyone caring for them. It may be the coworker that no one wants to hang around with because everyone just knows how annoying they are. It may be the person whose personality just rubs you the wrong way. It may be the person who has a sort of checkered past and everyone sort of looks down on them. Who are the invisible people in your life? And how can maybe their own sadness and their own hunger for someone to simply acknowledge them and validate them? And when Bruce talks about worth... There is worth right there just simply to acknowledge someone exists. Bruce referenced Psalm 139. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you, the psalmist writes, for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, and how well I know it. That's how we're described. That's how God describes us. That's how God sees us. And that's the word right there. God sees us. We're not invisible to God. God knows exactly where we are every second of the day. God knows what we feel and how we feel and what's going on inside of us. So who are the invisible people in our life, in this world? Made me think of just a couple comments I had written down in a story that I want to share to sort of kind of circle back around and bring this together, I hope. I've mentioned open doors, and you've been listening to that, and I appreciate that. That's what I can hear. One person describes it this way. Open doors are simply divine invitations to make our lives count with God's help for the sake of others. Open doors are divine invitations to make our lives count with God's help for the sake of others. And maybe what we get hung up on is we think, well, then I've got to find something really huge and big and magnanimous to get this done. I probably can be accused of always looking for the big deal, and I miss the mundane and ordinary right there in front of me as an open door. There's a verse in the Old Testament out of Zechariah 4.10, which says this, 
Do not despise these small beginnings. This was God talking to the Israelites. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Sometimes you just have to start small. Sometimes you just do the little things. That's what matters the most. I want to share this story. It's out of the San Francisco Chronicle. They ran a front-page article about a metro transit operator named Linda Wilson-Allen. She loves the people who ride a bus. And, of course, if you've ever ridden a bus, you can know what a challenge that is. She knows the regulars. She learns their names. She'll wait for them if they're late, literally. And then she'll make up time later in her route. So a woman in her 80s named Ivy had some heavy grocery bags, was struggling with them, so Linda got out of her driver's seat to carry Ivy's grocery bags onto the bus. Now, Ivy, she lets all the other buses pass so she can ride on Linda's bus. Linda saw a woman named Tanya in a bus shelter. She could tell she was new to the area and could tell she was lost. It was almost Thanksgiving, so Linda said to Tanya, Look, you're out here all by yourself. You don't know anybody. Come on over for Thanksgiving and kick it with me and the kids. Now they're friends. The reporter who wrote the article rides Linda's bus every day. He said, Linda has built such a little community of blessing on that bus that passengers offer Linda the use of their vacation homes. They bring her potted plants and floral bouquets. When people found out she likes to wear scarves to accessorize her uniforms, they started giving them as presents to Linda. One passenger upgraded her gift to a fur collar. So how does she do it? How does Linda do this? Here's what she told the reporter. She says, my mood is set at 2.30 a.m. every morning because she gets up early to do the bus route. She says, I get down on my knees and I pray for 30 minutes. She says, there is a lot to talk about with the Lord, she says. And when she gets to the end of her line, she always says this to her riders. That's all. I love you. Take care. Now, when's the last time you heard a bus driver say that to the riders? For those of you who help out at Open Door, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Linda, who whenever everyone comes in to sit down and eat, she says, if you haven't heard it yet today, let me be the first to tell you what. I love you. And they all responded. There is no invisible person to Linda. They have names. They have addresses. Maybe the cardboard box under the bridge, but it's an address. They have histories and they have stories. And they know when they walk in and sit down, they are not invisible to her. So who are the invisible people in our life? Where do these doors open up for us? And maybe it's as simple as this. An open door to serve. Just someone close by. An open door to give an open door to offer an apology to someone. Maybe it's an open door to be honest with someone. Maybe it's simply an open door to just listen and be a presence to a person who has no one who's ever listened to them before. Maybe it's an open door to honor someone else's understanding and opinion and keep my opinion to myself for once. Maybe it's an open door to pray for someone, not later, but in that moment, in the grocery store aisle, in the fellowship hall, in the parking lot. Maybe it's an open door to get to know someone I disagree with or I have a different understanding, but I want to get to know them. 
So we bring all this together. And I don't know how you process it. I don't know how God is speaking to you. I don't know if God is. But where are these open doors in your heart, in your life? Where is God inviting you to step into and through? And maybe with what has been shared this morning, is are there any invisible people in our life, in your life, immediate, that maybe just simply need to be acknowledged? And that could be a place to start.